Good evening, everybody. It is a Monday night sneak attack with Adam and John, draft for upside in the cup. It's Masters week, so we thought we'd jump on a little bit early and get a head start on the 2021 Masters. Weren't we just here? I feel like like we were just here. Oh, yeah. Less than half a year ago. Did oh, you feel like it? Every muddy? Yeah. Like, right? Every muddy Monday? I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave me Monday. alone, Adam. <laughs> I, you know what, man, I was in Michigan today. I was, you know, taking care of my kids and uh, you said you wanted to come on. So I drove my ass down so I could sit right here at the bridge and uh, talk to you. So I'm a little tired from, from, you know, driving from Michigan to, to Georgia today, just so I could get this shot for you. The fast car you own too. It's very fast, very fast. Took me only five hours to get here. It was amazing. It was a very impressive day. Anyways, uh, I'm Johnny Danger. With me, of course, is Mr. Adam White. And uh, we thought that we would take a little extra care because it's Masters Week. So we are going to get into how we build our model over at FantasyNational.com and uh, talk to you all about how we start our research of the Masters. Of course, it's only Monday, my friends. The pricing just came out like yesterday. And uh, we'll get into more of a course breakdown tomorrow night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern with uh, Adam and myself and our friend Tony Sincata. We will be on at about 9.30 Eastern tomorrow going over the players in the actual breakdown. But Adam, let's talk a little bit about this course. Let's talk a little bit about Augusta and what we're looking for to start our research and build this model to start sorting through the players so we can get a better idea of who we're going to break down and talk tomorrow. Sounds good. Yeah, so there are particular stat categories that really correlate to guys finishing top 10 at this tournament over the years. So we kind of narrowed it down, went through those, and then we'll mix in a little bit of course uh, course form and recent form and go from there. I absolutely love it. So let me see if I can get my page shared up with us. And kaboom. How's that? Looks good. I like it. You can see that okay yourself? Or do I need to pump that up bigger like that? Pump up the jams. Pump up the jams. All right. So here is our custom model that we have built over at FantasyNational.com, your go-to place for golf stats and lineup optimizers. Um, go check them out. Someday maybe they'll pay us to say that. What do you think, Adam? Still doubtful in my I, mind. I say it every week. You know, maybe it'll come true. So uh, we have... Uh, taken this and and here is your your guys this is the field sorted by DraftKings salary right and the the uh, shots gained categories so where do you start adam this is the shot gains category so out of these i mean you know that i like the big bombers you always like the bombers we were talking about one particular uh pre-show who's becoming an extra bomber now but yeah we started with strokes gained t to green i think that's just good good all-encompassing stat Mm -hmm. and Usually you'll see your ball strikers, if you will, rise to the top of this event because um, those are the guys that create opportunities. And Augusta is a it's a course that lends itself to opportunities for the right for the guy who's on his game that week. A lot yes, of sir. so um, it's a pretty unique week. Yes, sir. So as we're looking at this right now, you can see that I have sorted this list by Tita Green, and it obviously puts Mr. Bryson straight up off the top of tee to green and off the tee because the guy hits it like 30 yards longer than the next guy, right? At least now, yeah. 
Yeah. So uh, right there, though, there's some hot names in the field going on right now. Colin Morikawa, uh, Corey Connors has, has a, is, a, is a show favorite of ours, and he's been playing pretty well. Jordan Spieth, absolutely crushing it lately. How about him? I did not see him winning this last week. Yeah, you know what? Going into the week, he's been playing great, but I was kind of thinking he wouldn't have the motivation factor on his side, given that mm-hmm. like, following week. So I thought that was kind of like a tune-up session for him, but he was obviously hungry to win, so good for him. First win in what, four years? Four and a half years? Somewhere in there? Four and a half, yeah. Oh, somewhere in there. So that's good. And of course, you've got uh, perennial big hitters, Cantley, Johnson, um, Thomas, all these guys here. What do you think about Will's chances here? You like the young guns here? Or you prefer people with many years of experience in this field? I like guys that have at least been around for three or four masters just because they don't have the normal green books that you get at most, like the, the green undulation books that you get at most. So. It takes a while to learn the little nuances around those greens. So I definitely like some guys that have at least a few years experience there. Interesting. So you can kind of see that this is going to be one of the first groups that we sort by. We also like shots gained approach. Always. Always. You have so, to make birdies. That's so. right. So if you flip over there, you see our boy Colin Marikawa. I, I really like him. I, I, he's fun to watch. Uh, Jordan Spieth doing really well recently, of course. Um Will again popping up here, man. Maybe we're going to have to take a look at him. I mean, only seventy three hundred on DraftKings. He is very cheap. There's another guy in the seven thousands. I think will be super, super high on. Was in great form recently, and has good court his course history. So we'll talk about him in a little bit. All right. So that's enough of the shots gained. We also kind of, you know, I'm a big ARG fan around the green. Um, people that are going to hit it close, but might not hit the, uh, like these par fours, these guys that can really bomb it might not be the most accurate to get to the green, but it could pop up right there close to the green on some of these par fours. And so I kind of like around the green, Adam's not as big a fan as I am of it, but I'm, I'm a pretty big fan there. Yeah. I mean, it certainly factors in, but it's not, it's not one of the top four or five categories. I think it's going to be another fairly low scoring year, like 16 under 17 under. Mm-hmm. Not really. All right. So let's move on to another thing. One of your absolute favorites, bogeys are better. And that's really important. Not necessarily, you know, winning. I mean, obviously birdies help win tournaments, right? But really what we're looking at is draft king scoring. And you will get more points if you have six birdies and six bogeys than you will if you have 12 pars. So we want birdies are better for scoring. Yeah, you said it. I mean, there, there are going to be some guys this year probably finished outside the top 10 as far as their actual finish but will be um like top three top four depending how many birdies they make so it's a huge it's a huge thing so this is where our friend will zell torres kind of falls apart where is that birdies are better yeah he's a little further down the list that i want to see yeah he like i said he's a he's a young guy it's Mm -hmm. he hasn't often so i'm not really yeah, but there we go. Jordan Spieth right there, number two again. Man, he's Spieth, been good. Spieth's been on fire for sure. You know, you have to consider him. I think at his price, I mm-hmm. will. Uh, this particular course, a lot of times you and I like to look at bogeys avoided or three-pot avoidance. I don't know that that's such a big deal at this course. I think it's going to be low scoring. Um, the the roughs aren't really penal. Um so I'm, I'm more interested in the high scoring advantages and less of the avoiding the low scores. If that makes sense, I think I said that opposite, but you you know what I mean. Mostly made sense, <laughs> exactly. Um, and then uh, one of the other ones you like here is par five efficiency, par five scoring. 
yeah, you've got four that are potentially reachable. So um, to me, that's going to be a, a difference maker throughout the week. You bet guys go as deep as like 14, 15 under on the par fives for an entire week here. Yes, sir. So let me get back and share the next screen and talk about that. Uh, Oops, wrong button. Don't mind me. I'm a rookie here. Not like we've been doing this over and over and over again. You're uh, it's not mixed. Mixed model conditions. So this is where we have taken those uh, things that we like here. So we've kind of left it to uh, T to green approach, par five scoring, and birdies are better. Uh, how do you want to adjust that? Right now it has them evenly weighted. I would I would throw T to green at the top. Maybe a 40, 35? Yeah, I'd go 35 with that. Okay. And then mix the rest of them in pretty equally. Sure you can see this. I didn't put it on there. There you go. Da, da, da. All right, so 35 there. And then uh, kind of just leave it there. Yeah, and then whatever, like a little over 20 for each of the three. Yep, so that's great. So let's move over to uh, click the button, load mixed condition model. And this will show up, judging by the uh, stats that we put in there and wanted to sort by, here is our model. It spits out Jordan Spieth number one. Is that a shocker? No. No. Because we condensed it to like 24 rounds, so that makes sense. Yeah, we did. We did it very recent. And you like that recent form coming into the Masters more than you do other random tournaments. I do, yeah. It, the last, I think it's something like 19 out of 20 champions had at least top 15s in the last few events. So um, I just want to see guys who are playing well, who have that confidence coming in, that if they get out there, they can close the deal. Right. And please don't mind the uh, the yellow stars I put on people. You have to click so many of them to use some of these stat engines. So um, I just clicked random ones. So please ignore those. Uh, but I, I like this right here, man. I really like two guys that we talk about a lot week to week. Corey Connors and Max Homa sitting here in the top 10 of our scoring model that we put together. Uh, Corey Connors at 6,900, Max Homa at 71. It, it's hard to ignore that. Those are two of our favorite guys way up in our model and extremely far down in salary. Yeah, no, those are definitely two of my favorite bargain plays and have exactly what we talked about. Guys who have played well in very recent tournaments. So great ball strikers and it just makes sense. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and add little stars to those guys. Um, what else is kind of anything shocking up here? How about Matt Wallace coming in at 14 at 6,400? Yeah, that that price tag doesn't make sense, especially if like last week's performance was factored in. Um, he should not be 6,400 bucks, and I expect he'll be very high owned for a low price guy. I mean, he's a fairly long hitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was right yeah. there last speed most of the day last Sunday in the same group. Yeah, I can't ignore that for 64, man. That's for sure. Uh, what do you think about Berger? We keep waiting for him to have that kind of breakout stretch, and it just doesn't come yet. Danny Berger? Yeah. Yeah, I think this is the the major he um, contends in. He's going to be – if he's not on the green in two, he'll be hitting a lot of wedge shots, and that's where his specialty is. So, All right, ever since I called out Tony, he's just fallen on his face as he bounced back. Um, I don't think he does this week, but we passed by a guy who I think will be super high on, or at least sure. Paul Casey, 7,700. Where's he at in our little model? Mr. Casey going down. He's number 24, number 24. Mm -hmm. He's been playing great. Yeah, he has. Uh, he, he let me down a little in our match play, but uh, I still took that home. I still, thanks for the 10 bucks. I appreciate you. 
we got to get one going for this week. Oh, yeah. definitely. Uh, definitely. We got to do one up for this week. So Tony's going to join us tomorrow. We'll get him in too. Okay. Yeah. It's the masters. We got to get a group together. It's the masters. So uh, that's really how we build a model guys. We just kind of want to go over that quickly and take just kind of a very first glimpse at what our favorite stats are spitting out. And like I said, please join us tomorrow night, 930 PM Eastern. It'll be uh, Adam and I, maybe Mark, probably Tony. And uh, we will really go after this field. We'll, we'll kind of break it down in depth. And then we are going to put out a uh, written article and some quick pick graphics of, of our favorites by Wednesday night. Uh, so stick with us, man, right here at ilogicmedia.com. Uh, draft for upside on Facebook. And uh, just just keep an eye out on what we're doing. We're going to really get into this. So what else you want to talk about before uh, tomorrow night's breakdown, Adam? Um, I think that pretty much sums it up. We'll have some guys we'll talk about tomorrow. Little more breakdown of the course. Um, should be a good time. And hopefully Tony gets on with us too. I think that he will. All right, let's do one more little screen share here. Let's uh, do, do, do share screen share tab. And let's look at the current ownership calculated projections. How's that? I like it. All right, let's take a quick look. Now, again, guys, that's Monday, right? Let's not take anything for you know. Uh, rock solid advice on a Monday. We've just begun to open up the field, but right now it's saying at 19.5%, Justin Thomas predicted to be the top owned player. And I'm a little surprised Bryson down at 15. He's 15th highest owned. No, he's like the eighth highest owned, but he's at 15%. I I feel like that's going to gradually go up the next couple of days. It might. I mean, there's some videos of, of him, hitting like 140 swing speed circulating. So yeah, that'll probably create some buzz. Right. <laughs> uh, I think I hit like 78 when I was in to see you last week. I don't think any drivers though. <laughs> it wasn't pretty. It wasn't pretty. <laughs> Confirmed. Johnny Danger's back still does not work. Um. Anyways, let's look through here. Any surprises? I don't know if you can read this. I know you're on your phone. Um. I mean, not really. Justin Thomas, Rom, Spieth, Casey, Connors, Cantlay, Berger, Bryson, Simpson, Reed, Neiman. I mean, this is all kind of common sense stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's the guys we look at every week because we, we look at a couple of the same stat categories at least each week. So these guys just continue to pop up. So mm-hmm. most of them, it's like, will they putt this week? Right. I don't really see any big shockers here. I mean, I haven't dug into it. Obviously, it's Monday and uh, we'll dig into it more tomorrow. But just like looking through this, I don't really see anybody that that jumps off the page wrong. I mean, kind of Matt Wallace down here at seven and a half. But then again, he's only at sixty four hundred. So maybe, you know, they're disrespecting the man for something we don't know about. Yeah, he's like he's not one of my favorites, but if he's that cheap, you kind of. No, he's going to make the cut. You got to keep him around. So if you can get a guy in that you know could be, you know, finish 25th at 6,400 and get you six through six through the cut line. Yeah, that's the thing is if you have a guy who's 6,400 bucks and you're very, very confident he's going to make the cut, you kind of have to take that at that price. He's down right. there. Old dudes like Longer and Sandy Lyle and the guys. like Right. It makes sense. Yeah, interesting, interesting stuff down here. 
I don't know. Hey guys, you know what? We're going to get into it more tomorrow. We just wanted to take a, a brief chat. Adam and I just, you know, we miss each other dearly. And so we thought we'd jump on and look at this. And normally we just kind of chat back and forth. We thought we'd get on and, and share how we uh, start looking at our lineups. Yeah. It's going to be a fun week. We'll get well, to you. Let's see. Tony's on watching us. He says, all studs. He said, prices came out before Valera uh, started, or before Valero ended. Yeah, they came out uh, Sunday. Uh, you know, it was really funny. After um, after Baylor absolutely put a beat down um, on uh, uh, Durr. Who did Baylor just beat? Why am I blanking on that? Houston. Houston. Uh, and then before the Gonzaga-UCLA game started, did you know DraftKings already had odds on Gonzaga and uh, Baylor? Already had it in there as the championship odds. It was pretty funny. And then uh, Gonzaga almost blew it, man. That was insane. That was one of the best turning games I've seen. Yeah, that was crazy. Well, thanks, Tony, for popping on. Um, we're going to have him on tomorrow night at 930 Eastern. We're going to talk about a, a the Masters uh, complete field. We're going to go down pretty much all of it and, and chat your ears off. You're going to be begging us to shut up. But um, – Pay attention tomorrow night. Maybe we'll drop a link in for a DraftKings challenge and invite anybody that wants in. What do you think? That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah that'd be a lot of fun. A little listener league. So, Well, thanks, Adam. If you don't have anything else, I'm Johnny, and that's uh, Adam White, and we will catch you all tomorrow night, 930 Eastern, right here on iLogic Media Network. We are Draft for Upside in the Cup. Have a good night. See you.